Hey, this is Mariah Connors with Saving Our Women Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. I created this podcast to encourage women and girls of all ages to be authentic and transparent on how they do life with God. Knowing that we only have one God, we only serve one God. But we also have an understanding that all of our relationship with the Lord is different and we can still empower each other through our differences. So make sure that you're tuning into the podcast wherever you may be at work, at the car, working out, wherever you're doing. If you're cooking, tune into the podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Saving Our Women Inc., following us on Instagram, Saving Our Women Inc. as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast to your community, your groups, your group chats, your text messages, whatever it may be. Share the game, share the jewels, share the gems, right? Make sure that you're getting tools from this podcast to do life with God in your own way, in the Lord's way, should I say. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Hey, guys, it's Mariah from Saving Our Women, Inc. podcast called Doing Life with God. Um, This is episode 12, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So I'm going to get straight into it. Right. So the title of the episode God gave me was in the right place. So I have reached out. I have a group chat and to the people that are listening from our group chat, um, it's called Women Empowerment. You guys can also send stuff in the empowerment group chat as long as it's nothing foolishness, like nothing that's not encouraging. Um, very, it can, it can be informative information about finance. It could be anything. It could be. Bible verses, it could be anything that God puts on your heart to send, send it. Because uh, we don't want, I mean, at this point, it would be kind of useless and boring if we just have one person send us stuff or whatever. But you can engage with other people. You can let them know if you have something going on, whether it's an event, whether it's a business. It's just a small group chat. It's no longer, it's no more than at least like 12 people in a group chat. It's very small, but you know, use all of the resources. You don't know who do, does what in the group chat actually. Um, so moving along. So God gave me this because I had reached out to the people the women in my group chat asked if they had any prayer requests, right? Because it's so easy to just, um, to not, not just to give, but just to send things that are just about you, but God just put it on my heart to make sure that you're making, making sure that other people are okay. Um, so I definitely reached out to them to see if they had prayer requests. They sent me, it was a couple of prayer requests. And one morning I was in the shower. My idea plan was to pray before I went to bed, like later on that day. And he gave me, he was like, pray right now. So I was like, okay. Um, so I just started praying. And that's just one of the things I love about God because he's so bold, which is something that I love. He's so like straightforward. That's my favorite thing to do is be straightforward. So he, um, when he gave it to me, I was just like, okay. Cause he could, I could be in the car. He'd be like, go ahead and worship. Like it just be something so simple. And God is so plain with me. And I love that. Um, and I would just start to pray. And it was definitely a prayer that I haven't prayed in a long time. It was a powerful prayer. So whoever I pray for that day, uh, those two people I pray for that particular day, I know for sure, for a fact that God is about to move in your life like never before, because that prayer was like an anointing. It was like a double anointing prayer. It was a different kind of prayer. So yeah, be expecting a, a miracle, a blessing coming your way very soon um, and direction coming your way as well too. But so, and God was giving me the title of this episode. He's like, make the next title he said, call it in the right place. And I'm like, okay. 
and even today, so I, um, th- this particular day right now, um, that I am recording the episode, this episode was so hard to get out, and y'all just don't understand like what goes on behind the scenes as far as a normal life. It's just like as you working from home, and so many distractions and different things coming your way. I cannot tell you how many times today I had to record or delete this particular part of the episode just the episode in general I probably re-recorded something like five times because there was so many distractions going on at this point like in my head I'm like okay I know that this episode is going to be fire period because I can't get it out I keep having to delete stuff or redo it like this is just a mess I'm like god I know you're gonna give me a rhyme of words to preach at this point on this episode so then he was just letting me know like it started to be very frustrating at this point, me trying to record. He was like, but you're in the right place. He's like, because I still have things. He said, I still have some things to reveal to you. So you're in the right place to keep re-recording. You're still in the right place for me to still use you. Um, and he was just giving me word after word after word after word. It was just so amazing. And he gave me the Bible verse. I'm going to read it. It was Romans 5 chapter 5, 1 through 5. And the version is ESV. It's the ESV version. I'm going to read it for you. It says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, meaning that we have already been acquitted of our sins, meaning that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, right? It says, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through Jesus, okay? It says, through him, we have also obtain access by faith meaning that we have access to the spirit right the holy spirit we have access to god through jesus um it says into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of god and that is meaning in the glory of god meaning that we await his promises to be fulfilled that we stand in hope of the glory of God, meaning that we are waiting for our, our purpose to be filled, right? Fulfilled. We're waiting for the things that God promised us to be fulfilled. We're waiting to, to see that completion or we're waiting to see what he has for us, the blessings that he has for us. It says not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. It means that we praise him in our sufferings. Why do we praise him when things are going bad, right? It says knowing that suffering produces endurance, resilience, Suffering produces the endurance that is in us, right? That it actually births that out of us, right? It says, and endurance produces character. And character produces hope in the right place. Mm, that's so good. It says, and character produces hope. It says, and hope does not put us to shame. Hope, because you're believing something to happen and nothing to be ashamed about. It says, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The Holy Spirit has been given to us, right? So basically what God is saying at this point for he gave me, he says, despite what your current situations are at this moment, you're in the right place. You're in the right place for me to move. God says you're in the right place for me to receive the glory out of your story. So this current situation, God says, I'm going to, I'm going to shape and mold a new you. God says, I, God says, I have not set you down for any reason. And people are trying to be, I guess, so creative and so innovative. But God said, you could be so simple and just seek me. God says, I have you in this 
face and people are straight itching you hear me like straight itching but god says you're in the right place to seek me to sit in your mess to sit in your mess that you want either created for yourself or just past things that have happened to you right but god says if you could just sit there in that place of pain sit there in that place of heartbrokenness sit there in that place of emptiness and voids god says god says if you can sit in that place god says i begin to reveal myself to you i begin to show the things that i'm going to do for you i begin to show the things the ways i'm going to move for you like never before and a lot of people it's a that's i think that's pretty much one of the hardest things is is to get in a place get in a quiet place and just to sit and really feel the things that you really feel because we try so hard to suppress the things by doing stuff by going places, not having to deal with it, not having to, having to address it. And we think that going places really helps us because we really kind of, you know, talk with our friends about the situation, but you're not going in, in depth on how God can reveal things to you. So in the only way that you can pretty much do that, but God, he gives a word through different people. That is true, but it's not you actually sitting in the mess. It's, it can't be you sitting in the mess going out with your friends and drinking because you won't be able to feel what you need to feel, right? You're, you'll be suppressing it. You'll be touching only the surface of it and not the in-depth level of it. You can, you're not going in-depth in of the situation, just only talking about the you're at a surface level. So us being able to sit in silence, sit in peace, and sit in our heartbrokenness, I think that's pretty much what God is saying that you're in the, that's the right place I need you to be in. That's the right place that I can reveal myself. That's the right place of truth. Because, um, I was thinking this because a lot of people say, you know, that they're real, that they, uh, honey, you know, that they, this and that they, that they keep it real and, or just calling themselves a real person. But the only realness about it, if you're fulfilling purpose, because that's that's your truth self. That's the, that's your true self. Because I'm just getting off topic just a little bit. Because I'm trying to think where I even got this from. My own. I don't know what made me think about it. It which just made me think about it because okay, I got it. We were playing a game, um, and it was me and my friend playing the um red table talk game, and I was telling her because me and my mom had played it before, and it was a question that says, "When did you feel your last self?" And I know it says, when did you feel your best self? When was the last time you felt like your best self? And I couldn't really, I didn't want to, um, you know, make it a thing, like a material thing. Like, oh, when I got in my car, I felt my best self. Like, I didn't want to make it a material thing or anything like that. So I was like, I, I couldn't really think of anything. And that really kind of, I was kind of heartbroken about that. I'm like, dang, I'm like, have I never felt my best self? Like, what's really going on? Like, dang like and then i'm like god you got me speaking i'm not i'm not even myself god was like no he was like i need i need you to sit in that for a second and really, and really think about that and then so he began to reveal to me he says it's not like, it's not about you feeling your best self because you haven't been your best self yet because the the past person that you were is not your best self so he says it's glory after glory after glory after glory he said don't feel bad because how, like you probably felt your best self then and back in those times but he says where you are now is a different person you're on a different level so what what may be your best self back then is not your best self right now this is it's just going to keep getting better and better and better and even in this situation right now in the future when you're your best self at that at that particular time that appointed time 
right now you're not going to feel as if this was your best self even though that you're reaching high heights and even though even though that you're getting to know yourself more and getting to know me more he says god god says there's always more to know it's always better to be so don't feel bad that you haven't felt your best self lately because who you were wasn't you it wasn't your true self, but you fulfilling purpose at this time, at this appointed time. Now, that's something that you could feel your best self about because you're beginning to become the true you, the true you that I created, the true you that I called you to be. You're in the right place for me to reveal those things to you. And that's kind of why I um, talked about that particular situation, because I'm like in the right place, in the right place. I'm like, when was the last time I felt in the right place? But God says, you're looking at the physical, you're looking at the circumstance, what's around you, right? Right. Being in the right place for most people is you know, having that particular house, having that particular husband at that particular wedding, having that particular family. He says, but that those are good things, good things that I desire you guys to have. But he says in the right places, you've been at your lowest point where I can show up and show out. God says, if you got it all together, you ain't, in the, you're not in the right place for me. You may be in the right place for you physically. Right. But God says, but for me to show up and show out because God says I have the I have better thoughts than you you think of I have better plans than you can even imagine that you can even plan so you've been in the right places for me to use you thank you God because that was a word being in the right place is for God allowing God to use you being in the right place is being having that vulnerability to allow God to swoop in and reveal things to you of what he's doing in your life right and God says because if you can do it all like why? Why seek God if you can do it all? God says you seek me because you can't do it all. God says you seek me because you don't got it. God says you seek me to get it. God says you seek me to better what you already have, right? God says, be still and know that I am God. Know, know that I'm a way maker. I'm a miracle worker. I'm the provider of your family. God says, without me, you will have nothing. God says, no, he says, learn how to seek me. Learn, learn how to be still and pray and know what my next move in your life is. Allow, allow yourself to sit in the unknown, which is something so hard for people to do because we're so controlling as human beings. Even though, even the people that say, say that they're not controlling, you have control on a day-to-day basis. You are very controlling. Everybody is controlling. Everybody has some controlling be- being in their body because we control. We think that we control everything that we do. We think that we control us getting up in the morning, us putting on our clothes. We think that we control us driving to work, going shopping. We think that we have that control. But we really do not. We really do not. God gives us that's grace and mercy for us to wake up every day in the morning and have that power to do those things. Right. So God is just saying that, know that I am God. I God says I allow. God says I give mercy and grace for you to do those things. Um, God was saying to me, He says I'm the one and only God, the one and only. He says God says I'm God says I'm going to shape and mold a new you. I'm creating a new version of you in this in this time in this situation of us sitting down. Supposedly you're supposed to be sitting down. God says. The one I called and created you to be. That's who I'm making out of this situation. God says you're going to come out of this situation with so much service. So much things to offer. God says I'm going to give you your million dollar ideas in this time of sitting. 
right? Because in order to in order, well, in order to get different, we got to do something different, right? This is the time, guys. This is the time to sit in our mess. All the mess that we have bottled up, all the hurt and pain, anger that we have bottled up, this is the time to sit in that. Sit in that and cry like a baby as much as you can because you're not going to get these times back. It's going to be, because it's going to be times where you, you're just more busier than you ever were before, before this even started. But God says, this is the time. This is the time to heal the wounds. This is the time to seek me. This is what well, all time is a time to see God, honestly. But but this is a time where you can just manifest things and it's going to happen. God says, this is the time that I reveal myself to the world, that I get the glory. God says, I'm going to do so much in your life. I'm going to take you to so many heights, so many levels that people are going to be just at awe and amazed of what he's going to be doing. I felt that because I wasn't at some point that definitely was not in my notes. That's definitely for somebody that's listening to this podcast. But I just see so many women and so many people just becoming their new selves. I see a transformation at the end of this uh, quarantine. I just see something new, something bigger, something better, something bolder. I see women coming coming out of their shells. I see them putting on new clothes. I just I just see it. I see so many millionaires. I just see so many successful uh, events. I just see it now. And God is showing me that. But God says this is the time to produce those things. Because I can't have you produce these, not just these events, but just these things that you're trying to create and you be your worst self. God says I'm a God of order. I do everything in order. So I'm at this now. I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast. This is a short podcast today, a short episode today. Um, I just definitely want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I just want to let you know that you sharing the podcast, sharing the episodes, and just seeing people like on Facebook and Instagram and just letting me know, like, hey, this is something that I needed. It just makes me feel like I'm in the right place, even though I feel like I could do more and but God was just letting me know. He was like, you're in the right place for me to use you at this point. He's like, you know, other people can see certain things from the outside saying, oh, you could be doing this. You could, he's like, yeah, you could be doing all those things and not moving in my time. <laughs> so he was like, you're in the right place for me to speak to you and nobody else. He's like, so seek me first. Even if people give you advice, bring that advice back to me. There's nothing wrong with taking criticism. There's nothing wrong with taking advice. Nothing wrong with listening to people's opinions. But once you listen to those things, he said, bring them back to me. And I'm going I'm to confirm each and every one of them. I'm going to let you know what was not me. Who said something that was not me. And it doesn't make them a bad person. He's like, it's just not me that's speaking from them. He says, I'm going to let you know who and what is right like who and what i'm speaking through and again i just want to pray with you guys and god just hey guys it's mariah from saving our woman inc podcast called doing life with god um this is episode 12 so i hope you guys enjoy this episode so i'm going to get straight into it all right so the title of the episode god gave me was in the right place so i have reached out i have a group chat in the so the people that are listening from our group chat, um, it's called Women Empowerment. You guys can also send stuff in the empowerment group chat. As long as it's nothing foolishness, like nothing that's not encouraging. 
um, very, it can be informative information about finance. It could be anything. It could be Bible verses. It could be anything that God puts on your heart to send, send it. Um, cause we don't want, I mean, at this point it would be kind of useless and boring if we just have one person send us stuff or whatever, but you can engage with other people. You can let them know if you have something going on, whether it's an event, whether it's a business, it's just a small group chat. It's no longer, it's no more than at least like 12 people in a group chat. It's very small, but you know, use all of the resources. You don't know who do, does what in the group chat actually. Um, so moving along. So God gave me this because I had reached out to the people. The women in my group chat asked if they had any prayer requests, right? Because it's so easy to just, um, to not, not just to give, but just to send things that are just about you. But God just put it on my heart to make sure that you're making, making sure that other people are okay. Um, so I definitely reached out to them to see if they had prayer requests. They sent me, it was a couple of prayer requests. And one morning I was in the shower. My idea plan was to pray before I went to bed, like later on that day. And he gave me, he was like, pray right now. So I was like, okay. Um, so I just started praying. And that's just one of the things I love about God because he's so bold, which is something that I love. He's so like straightforward. That's my favorite thing to do is be straightforward. So he, um, when he gave it to me, I was just like, okay. Cause he could, I could be in the car. He'd be like, go ahead and worship. Like it just be something so simple. And God is so plain with me. And I love that. Um, and I would just start to pray. And it was definitely a prayer that I haven't prayed in a long time. It was a powerful prayer. So whoever I pray for that day, uh, those two people I pray for that particular day, I know for sure, for a fact that God is about to move in your life like never before. Because that prayer was like an anointing. It was like a double anointing prayer. It was a different kind of prayer. So, yeah, be expecting a, a miracle, a blessing coming your way very soon. Um, and direction coming your way as well, too. But so, and God was giving me the title of this episode. He's like, make the next title. He said, call it in the right place. And I'm like, okay. And even today, so I, um, th this particular day right now um, that I am recording the episode, this episode was so hard to get out. And y'all just don't understand like what goes on behind the scenes. As far as a normal life, it's just like as you're working from home and so many distractions and different things coming your way. I cannot tell you how many times today I had to record or delete this particular part of the episode just the episode in general I probably re-recorded something like five times because there was so many distractions going on at this point like in my head I'm like okay I know that this episode is going to be fire period because I can't get it out I keep having to delete stuff or redo it like this is just a mess I'm like god I know you're going to give me a rhyme of word to preach at this point on this episode so then he was just letting me know like it started to be very frustrating at this point, me trying to record. He was like, but you're in the right place. He's like, because I still have things. He said, I still have some things to reveal to you. So you're in the right place to keep re-recording. You're still in the right place for me to still use you. Um, and he was just giving me word after word after word after word. It was just so amazing. And he gave me the Bible verse. I'm going to read it. It was Romans 5 chapter 5 1 through 5 and the version is ESV it's the ESV version I'm going to read it for you it says therefore since we have been justified by faith 
meaning that we have already been acquitted of our sins, meaning that God sent his son Jesus, Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, right? It says we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through Jesus, okay? It says through him, we have also obtain access by faith, meaning that we have access to the spirit, right? The Holy Spirit. We have access to God through Jesus. Um, it says into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And that is meaning in the glory of God, meaning that we await his promises to be fulfilled, that we stand in hope of the glory of God, meaning that we are waiting for our, pur our purpose to be filled, right? Fulfilled. We're waiting for the things that God promised us to be fulfilled. We're waiting to, to see that completion or we're waiting to see what he has for us, the blessings that he has for us. It says not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. It means that we praise him in our sufferings. Why do we praise him when things are going bad, right? It says knowing that suffering produces endurance, resilience, Suffering produces the endurance that is in us, right? That it actually births that out of us, right? It says, and endurance produces character. And character produces hope in the right place. Mm, that's so good. It says, and character produces hope. It says, and hope does not put us to shame. Hope, because you're believing something to happen and nothing to be ashamed about. It says, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The Holy Spirit has been given to us, right? So basically what God is saying at this point for he gave me, he says, despite what your current situations are at this moment, you're in the right place. You're in the right place for me to move. God says you're in the right place for me to receive the glory out of your story. So this current situation, God says, I'm going to, I'm going to shape and mold a new you. God says, I, God says, I have not set you down for any reason. The people are trying to be, I guess, so creative and so innovative. But God said, you could be so simple and just seek me. God says, I have you in this space. And people are straight itching. You hear me? It's like straight itching. But God says, you're in the right place to seek me, to sit in your mess. To sit in your mess that you want either created for yourself or just past things that have happened to you, right? But God says... If you could just sit there in that place of pain, sit there in that place of heartbrokenness, sit there in that place of emptiness and voids. God says, God says, if you can sit in that place, God says, I begin to reveal myself to you. I begin to show the things that I'm going to do for you. I begin to show the things, the ways I'm going to move for you like never before. And a lot of people, it's a, that's, I think that's pretty much one of the hardest things is, is to get in a place, get in a quiet place and just to sit and really feel the things that you really feel because we try so hard to suppress the things by doing stuff by going places not having to deal with it not having having to address it and we think that going places really helps us because we really kind of you know talk with our friends about the situation but you're not going in, in depth on how god can reveal things to you so in the only way that you can pretty much do that but god he gives a word through different people that is true but it's not you actually sitting in the mess. It's, it can't be you sitting in the mess going out with your friends and drinking because you won't be able to feel what you need to feel, right? You're, you'll be suppressing it. You'll be touching only the surface of it and not the in-depth level of it. You can't, you're not going in-depth in of the situation. You're just only talking about the you're at a surface level. So us being able to sit in silence, sit in peace, 
and sit in our heartbrokenness. I think that's pretty much what God is saying that you're in the that's the right place I need you to be in. That's the right place that I can reveal myself. That's the right place of truth. Because um I was thinking this because a lot of people say, you know, that they're real, that they are honey, you know, that they this and that they that they keep it real and or just calling themselves a real person. But the only realness about it, if you are fulfilling purpose, because that's that's your truth self. That's the, that's your true self. Because I'm just getting off topic just a little bit. Because I'm trying to think where I even got this from. My own. I don't know what made me think about it. It which just made me think about it because okay, I got it. We were playing a game, um, and it was me and my friend playing the um red table talk game, and I was telling her because me and my mom had played it before, and it was a question that says, "When did you feel your last self?" And I know it says, when did you feel your best self? When was the last time you felt like your best self? And I couldn't really, I didn't want to, um, you know, make it a thing, like a material thing. Like, oh, when I got in my car, I felt my best self. Like, I didn't want to make it a material thing or anything like that. So I was like, I, I couldn't really think of anything. And that really kind of, I was kind of heartbroken about that. I'm like, dang, I'm like, have I never felt my best self? Like, what's really going on? Like, dang like and then my god you got me speaking i'm not i'm not even myself god was like no he was like i need i need you to sit in that for a second and really really think about that and then so he began to reveal to me he says it's not it's not about you feeling your best self because you haven't been your best self yet because the the past person that you were is not your best self so he says it's glory after glory after glory after glory he said don't feel bad because like you probably felt your best self then and back in those times but he says where you are now is a different person you're on a different level so what what may be your best self back then is not your best self right now he says it's just going to keep getting better and better and better and even in this situation right now in the future when you're your best self at that at that particular time that appointed time Right now, you're not going to feel as if this was your best self, even though that you're reaching high in height and even though, even though that you're getting to know yourself more and getting to know me more. He says, God, God says, it's always more to know. It's always better to be. So don't feel bad that you haven't felt your best self lately because who you were wasn't you. It wasn't your true self, but you fulfilling purpose at this time, at this appointed time. Now, that's something that you could feel your best self about because you're beginning to become the true you the true you that i created the true you that i called you to be you're in the right place for me to reveal those things to you and that's kind of why i um talked about that particular situation because i'm like in the right place in the right place i'm like when was the last time i felt in the right place but god says you're looking at the physical you're looking at the circumstance what's around you right right being in the right place for most people is, you know, having that particular house, having that particular husband at that particular wedding, having that particular family. He says, but that those are good things, good things that I desire you guys to have. But he says in the right places, you've been at your lowest point where I can show up and show out. God says, if you got it all together, you ain't, in the, you're not in the right place for me. You may be in the right place for you physically, right? But God says, but for me to show up and show out, because God says, I have the, I have better thoughts than you, you think of. I have better plans than you can even imagine, that you can even plan. So you've been in the right places for me to use you.
Thank you, God, because that was a word. Being in the right place is for God, allowing God to use you. Being in the right place is being having that vulnerability to allow God to swoop in and reveal things to you of what he's doing in your life, right? And God says, because if you can do it all, like, why? Why seek God if you can do it all? If God says you seek me because you can't do it all. God says you seek me because you don't got it. God says you seek me to get it. God says you seek me to better what you already have, right? God says, be still and know that I am God. Know, know that I'm a way maker. I'm a miracle worker. I'm the provider of your family. God says, without me, you will have nothing. God says, no, he says, learn how to seek me. Learn, learn how to be still and pray and know what my next move in your life is. Allow, allow yourself to sit in the unknown, which is something so hard for people to do because we're so controlling as human beings. Even though, even the people that say, say that they're not controlling, you have control on a day-to-day basis. You are very controlling. Everybody is controlling. Everybody has some controlling being, being in their body because we control, we think that we control everything that we do. We think that we control us getting up in the morning, us putting on our clothes. We think that we control us driving to work, going shopping. We think that we have that control, but we really do not. We really do not. God gives us, that's grace and mercy for us to wake up every day in the morning and have that power to do those things, Right? So God is just saying that, know that I am God. I God says I allow. God says I give mercy and grace for you to do those things. Um, God was saying to me, He says I'm the one and only God, the one and only. He says God says I'm God says I'm going to shape and mold a new you. I'm creating a new version of you in this in this time in this situation of a sitting down. Supposedly you're supposed to be sitting down. God says. The one I called and created you to be. That's who I'm making out of this situation. God says you're going to come out of this situation with so much service. So much things to offer. God says I'm going to give you your million dollar ideas in this time of sitting. Right? Because in order to... In order, well, in order to get different, we got to do something different, right? This is the time, guys. This is the time to sit in our mess. All the mess that we have bottled up, all the hurt and pain, anger that we have bottled up. This is the time to sit in that. Sit in that and cry like a baby as much as you can. Because you're not going to get these from back. It's going to be, because it's going to be times where you, you're just more busier than you ever were before, before this even started. But God says... This is the time. This is the time to heal the wounds. This is the time to seek me. This is what well, all time is a time to seek God, honestly. But but this is a time where you can just manifest things and it's going to happen. God says, this is the time that I reveal myself to the world, that I get the glory. God says, I'm going to do so much in your life. I'm going to take you to so many heights, so many levels that people are going to be just at awe and amazed of what he's going to be doing. I felt that because I wasn't at some point that definitely was not in my notes. That's definitely for somebody that's listening to this podcast. But I just see so many women and so many people just becoming their new selves. I see a transformation at the end of this uh, quarantine. I just see something new, something bigger, something better something bolder i see women coming coming out of their shells i see them putting on new clothes i just i just see it 
I see so many millionaires. I just see so many successful uh, events. I just see it now. And God is showing me that. But God says this is the time to produce those things. Because I can't have you produce these, not just these events, but just these things that you're trying to create and you be your worst self. God says, I'm a God of order. I do everything in order. So I'm at this. No, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast. This is a short podcast today, a short episode today. Um, I just definitely want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I just want to let you know that you sharing the podcast, sharing the episodes and just seeing people like on Facebook and Instagram and just letting me know like, hey, this is something that I needed. It just makes me feel like I'm in the right place, even though I feel like I could do more. And but God was just letting me know. He was like, you're in the right place for me to use you at this point. He's like, you know, other people can see certain things from the outside saying, oh, you could be doing this. You could, like, yeah, you could be doing all those things and not moving in my time. <laughs> so he was like, you're in the right place for me to speak to you and nobody else. He was like, so seek me first. Even if people give you advice, bring that advice back to me. He says, there's nothing wrong with taking criticism. There's nothing wrong with taking advice. Nothing wrong with listening to people's opinions. But once you listen to those things he said bring them back to me and i'm gonna I'm confirm each and every one of them i'm gonna let you know what was not me who said something that wasn't not me and it doesn't make them a bad person he's like it's just not me that's speaking from them he says i'm gonna let you know who and what is right like who and what i'm speaking through and again i just want to pray with you guys and god i just